Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. I remember a time when the kids were playing and I don't know how familiar familiar you are with WWE wrestling moves and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I remember this, this wasn't actually that long ago. They were playing and you know, you know how it goes. It starts to snowball and you can see that, okay, it's getting a bit too rough. They're still loving it. They're still having great time laughing, giggling, all the rest of it. But you think, hold on, uh, it's when approaching that crossroads. Yeah. 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 And then um, there was a little break, a little break in the play. Aoife's sort of over one side of the room. Arla's on the other side. And then just out of nowhere, I could see it happening and I could not get there quick enough. Arlo performed, and this is not this is not a joke. This is just as it was. Arlo performed uh, the finishing move of what's his name? He's called the Rated R Superstar Edge. He's called a spear. Okay, and basically just he just launched himself like a spear into. Uh, they'd say the commentators would say into the midsection, <laughs> and he just took Efa out. Just, no. I mean, what I'd normally throw in a sound effect here, but let me do it live. <laughs> um, he just took her out, took her oh out, and of course, me and, and Katrina just rushed over because we were like, oh, she bounced off the radiator cover and then bounced off the couch. Arlo's loving, he's laughing, and we're like, oh my gosh, what the hell? And she's laughing, <laughs> she's in floods of tears with laughter. Oh my gosh, and that's play. <laughs> that's play to, <laughs> certainly to my kids to many kids <laughs> so that that's the level play can go where do you stand and sit oh. with play what is play for you see what's interesting is you were telling a story where the older sibling is the one that's uh being a bit rough the thing is in my children is that fox and kids um when people meet them for the first time, they're like, oh, God, they're like peas in a pod, you know, and they are the right, <laughs> like, facially, you can, they are, they, they look so similar. But physically, they are polar opposites. Fox is quite slender and what have you. Neither of them at all. Ne- don't get me wrong, they're, they're not, they're, neither of them are giants. But Kit is built like a brick house, you know, like, literally, <laughs> he is... Like, when he was born, that was the first thing, one of the first things the nurses said when he came out, they're like, oof. He, he's got, he, I can't, I can't remember, I wish I could remember the words, but basically the line was to the, to the effect of, oh, you got a strong one here, sort of thing. Like his legs, he's made to play rugby. Do you know what I mean? Like he's an absolute bruiser. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that he's two years younger than Fox. So I don't know whether that it's a common thing, but he has had to 
level up quicker than Fox did ever did. Do you know what I mean? And so, and literally, if that scenario happens where play starts elevating and you can see, like you say, you see it's getting a little bit rougher, it's getting a little bit more excited and, and, and what have you, the person that will take it too far will be Kit. And usually it would be Fox's big brother and he'll be like, Kit, get off, get off. And I'll run into the room and Kit's literally just pinning him down. Like you talk about, you know, you know <laughs> WWE, it's literally, literally pinning him down on his head, you know, laughing. And Fox has just got his three-year-old brother on him, you know, like, and, and you say get off and Kit's, he won't, you know, you have to prize him off. And it's nothing... It's there's no anger, there's no negative. It's fun. It is literally it's pure fun. This is how you know. They, but then that's how children learn. That's how they play fight. They do. They do. I mean, and we have to sort of how do I put it? You have to just stand by and let it happen, and just wait until the moment you have to draw that line. You have to work out when is that point to turn and go. Okay, that's enough now. Like, do any more, yeah. and you're actually going to do each other harm. Basically. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's what, I mean, f interestingly enough for me, I mean, Fox was all about, um, his games, his physical play was all about, it's all about races. It's all about competition. It's all about being the fastest, being jumping the highest. It's all about that sort of stuff rather than fighting, you know, like the, that sort of stuff. Um, until I made the mistake of introducing him to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And literally, um, and cause I had like Shredder's Revenge on the Switch and I know it's rated 12 and Fox is five <laughs> parent of the year award goes to, um, <laughs> but I literally was like, Hug nah, you know, you know, he's going to love it. He's, he'll absolutely love it. Anyway. So he had one go on it. So it lasted five minutes and I, I, I kid you not, his play changed. His play literally changed. It, but just almost suddenly, overnight, just from that one place, what, the, the one gaming session. introduction where he saw, and obviously, you know, like, wow. you know, yes, there are, obviously they're all, they've got the katanas and they've got, you know, the nunchucks and what have you, but a lot of it is just kicking, you know, and, and whatever. But literally Fox then, after that one session, all he was doing was punching and kicking. Mm -hmm. Punching, kicking bad guys, imaginary bad guys. Um, and that's, and that's basically, mm uh after one session and, and i'm not exaggerating because my, my wife was like she kind of turned around and went what's happened to fox why is he suddenly really aggressive and go, was it at this point you went oh i, I, I don't know I mean, you come from nursery it must be something on the swan television you know yeah. you must watch out for that bluey show i've I told you about this sorry <laughs> yeah see a uh a smarter man would have done that i would turn around and went yeah sorry that might have been shredder's revenge on the switch and uh which obviously then sylvie response was was a, a effectively see i told you sort of thing but oh, and we've we've made a real effort not to expose our children too much to violence uh, on television or guns or swords or anything like that i mean it's you know it's a futile effort you know that you know that at some point they will want to play with those things but we were just trying to prolong that period of where they weren't aware of that um yeah, yeah. that makes any sort of sense um but yeah and that was it it was ninja turtles i was like how bad can it be it's a pixel art game do you know what i mean it's turtles no 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 they're kicking and punching you know that's it game changer you know yeah i'm, I'm, I'm really surprised i mean am i surprised 
that it could be so instantaneous like that, so sudden. Maybe I'm not surprised, but like, uh, Arlo's a funny one because Arlo is, as I described at the the, the top of the show, like, um, top of the show. Welcome to the show. Top of the pod. <laughs> top of the pod. That's no better. Um, <laughs> like he's always been so physical. He's always yeah. wanted to rough play. He's always wanted to sort of run, jump, roll around, jump on backs, grab your legs and stuff. And and I, and I was much the same. I you know I, I'm much more measured and a bit more considerate now in my ripe old age. But like mm. I still love that. I really mm. love that kind of rough play because it's bonding, it's connection. Oh, you know, you've it's only lovely. got to look at videos of baby gorillas and tigers and lions. They're all like, you know, tugging on each other's ears and stuff. It's it's how they learn. It's, yeah, yeah, it's how you learn. It's a very sort of instinctive, animalistic thing in all of us. Yeah. Um. So he's always been that way. But much like you, you know, I grew up on Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Ghostbusters, Thundercats, all this kind of stuff. You know, you want to sort of mm. um, enjoy these things as well. And and whilst I've I've introduced that into Arlo's play, um, he's actually been quite casual to it, which is sort of oh, taking really? me by surprise. Yeah, he's he seems a bit indifferent. Um, okay. And in, initially, I was like, oh, oh, so I mean, but it's really good. Like, are you sure yeah, yeah, you don't totally. like, want to play with this? You don't want to play with this action figure? And he's like, mm. you know, just he'd rather sort of do something. Uh, he he loves um, uh, he loves matching cards, so essentially, sort of snap based games if yeah. it means flipping over a card and then yeah. finding two things that look the same he loves stuff like that yeah. um so that's for the most part always been his jam that kind of like it, mm. it's still got like his kind of instinctive behavior in it because he likes the kind of quick place like oh stop, 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 I see, yeah you know it's that yeah. kind of seeing something first so there's a competition in him and i do love that i want to sort of harness that um but yeah, he he was always a bit indifferent to sort of uh, mm. to that kind of play, really. Have you uh, introduced him to double? He's only recently got double. Yeah, yeah, uh, double's great. I'm terrible at double. Um, uh, and what I've also re- learned as well as, as a parent, and this is a, a recent revelation to me, really, when kids are wanting their parent and they're saying, "Oh, come on, daddy, come and do this, come and do this, come come play this, come play this," you know, we we'd be all kidding ourselves if we said. Uh, you know, if we said to ourselves, I wasn't one of those parents that didn't say, uh, oh, there's too many double negatives. And would that make sense? I don't know. <laughs> we're kidding know ourselves. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, if, yeah, we're, yeah. if we're saying I'm not one of those parents who doesn't say, oh, no, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, in a minute, uh, two minutes, two minutes, let me do this. You know, we all kind of do that. Yeah, we all do. But when you give yourself to play, you are the play instrument. When the game is getting moved around, like you're playing a thing, and Arlo will be like, "Oh, these are the rules. These are the rules." And I'm like, "Yeah, but we're, you know, the rules for the rules for whatever game is this." And he goes, "No, no, no. The rules are this. I've changed them. These are the rules." Yeah. And then within a minute, he'll want to do something else. But the instrument in all of that is you. You are the play thing. They want to yeah. play with you. And yeah. when I started getting my head around that, that made play so so much more accessible to me because it's mm-hmm. like, I can, yeah, I get it. I can you know f the rules the rules are over there man it's not yeah, about that yeah you know? exactly as soon as you start I, I remember seeing my brother playing with children and he has hasn't got children himself and he was trying to play i think he's trying to play football in the back garden or something but he was trying to like make rules up and, and my brother's a, 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 a is older than me um but he he and bless him, he just didn't get it in terms of he was trying to make these rules up, and and it kind of almost took the fun out of the play. Yeah, from yeah, the yeah. boys. Do you know what I mean? They do. They just got. They lost interest, and he was. And and that's the whole thing. Is it's it's about 
I think with my boys is that you roll with whatever they say in terms of, ah, oh, we're going to do this. Or, you know, you, suddenly, suddenly you, you end up finding yourself playing floor is lava or something like that. And then it rolls Classic. into, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and you just go with it. You don't turn around and say, that doesn't make sense. I can't win. You know what I mean? Cause it's always about, it's, it's about, it's effectively trying to make it seem like there are challenges that they are, uh, they, that, they have to overcome, but they always will, if that kind of makes any sort of sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you did it. You beat me in a race. The, sim- the most, that, that would be it. You know, like you race your children to a, a marker, you know, you're walking, walking home from school, whatever. And, and, you know, you always, you let them win, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so it's things like that. Um, you, you, you just have to be flexible. You just have to just roll with it. It doesn't have to make sense. It's just about recognizing that they're actually having so much fun and they're doing it with the dad. They're having yeah. the, the dad's there in the moment with them. The dad's not being this grumpy, responsible, you know, ogre that's needs to work to a deadline or whatever. The dad's just being a kid again with them. And yeah. that's what's really important. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only time I snap out of that is when my kids then punch me in the face or something like that. <laughs> and I turn into <laughs> ogre dad again. Do you know what I mean? But oh like, my God. But that's it, and, we, we, that's, and that, that's a difficult one. And that, but again, it's a lesson. We always turn around and say kind hands or gen, gentle hands. So if we, we have a rule is that never the face. So when you're playing about doing anything, never the face. You never, you never hit, scratch, slap, whatever the face. That's just out of bounds, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So, and, and then that's the, the difficult thing is because they're having such a good time. They get so excited and then... They get too excited and they just hit you or whatever and you're and they've really hurt you and and it's how do you react to that you know and, and i'll be honest sometimes i react badly sometimes i react and like and i'll get i'll get cross with them you know like i'll be like i don't know i'll turn around and be like what do you think you're doing you know you know not to hit me in the face you know i'll turn into that which is my dad base but but you also know as well that you you got them to that point yeah exactly you know? and, and and again so it. yeah it's I think the more the more you can put your yourself, um, it, you know, on the little shoulders of your of your child and see it from their point of view, you know, mm. physically, emotionally, everything. Um, just, just like even even now, that makes my heart sink a bit. Like if I've been playing, we've had a great time, and the same thing. I've been there loads of times, and it's gone too far. I then have to reprimand and, and explain to Arlo. Mm-hmm. I, I say that explain. At the time, it would have been in the heat of having been, you know, kicked in the face or something. So you are kind of wound up and argue, uh, angry yourself. Yeah. And then you you then place that blame on them. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because they've taken it do. too far. But it's like, how wrong is that? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. We we built them up to do that, and and so you know we should be the ones that are kind of being pulled back. I've never really recognised that that's actually what's just happened. Is that we're blaming them for the behavior that we've cultivated, we've created this scenario. We, do you know what I mean? And so it's not their fault. They're just, they're learning themselves. They're not mature enough to know where the boundaries are or to, to once recognize the boundaries to prevent themselves from going over that boundary, stepping over that boundary. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's a, uh, yeah. I hadn't thought about it in that way, but yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, but, I mean, you hear that a lot, don't you? It's, I mean, we're, we're slightly deviating from play now, but like, when you put that perspective on their shoulders, you can just see so many things from a different angle. 
Mm. Um, so many different angles um, because it's very easy to be swept away into the kind of the mist, the haze, the fog of being a parent yeah. um, when you are s- seemingly chasing your, your backside so much um, during play and, and out of it, you know. But, the, the, yeah. you know, it, it seems like we've spent the first half of this episode kind of talking about the slightly more challenging points of play and mostly sort of rough play. But, like, one thing I love about about play with the kids, and especially when you've had that second child, if you do have a second child, um, and you see them for the first time just interacting with each other, no one's mm. forced them, no one said, like, oh, go and play with your sister, your brother, whatever. Mm. It's like they've just started playing together. And I, I can pick out at least a good handful of those times that will stay with me there where it's like, oh my God, they're playing yeah, these yeah, people yeah. that, you know, only a few years ago weren't here and they're, they're there, they're, they're over there sitting down, playing, interacting with each other. Like that is, that blows my mind. Yeah, Even now yeah. thinking about it, it's like they've come from nowhere and they're interacting and playing in this physical space on planet earth. Bonkers. <laughs> Yeah, bonkers. Yeah. I think those the moments are the the you know I've seen my wife uh, you know my wife's eyes you know well up when you see when you see your children playing together so nicely or you see the big brother trying to help out and teach the little the, the little sibling something what have you it is a lovely moment it's mm. it's and it's it's not something you've created and actually to be honest those moments that you don't create those moments that you don't instigate. There's something a little bit more almost pure about them you know, when you see them happen with your children. Yeah. That it is quite emotional when you see that and you kind of go, oh my God, they're really getting on. They've been really good kids, you know, and they're, they're having such a lovely time and they care about each other. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. a lovely, lovely moment when you see that. I mean, a lot, you know, like I was, I was going to say one of the things is that for, for trying to, I suppose, moving it forward is, is that basically that with, uh, the, with the different things that my children play and what they do, one of the things that for Fox anyway, which is a really good one, um, is drawing. And the reason why it's good is because it's calming play. Yeah. And so, like, so I find that, like, there is great play for burning off energy. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just, you need to wear themselves out. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so soft play, going to a soft play center is perfect for that, you know. Um, and uh, side note with that, I think soft play is something that I think we, I never had as a child. I, and I don't think it was, I don't think it was where I grew up with. I think it was because I'm an old git. And when we were children, when I was a child, that sort of thing didn't exist. But, you know, you barely had ball pools, but you just didn't want to get in there because you didn't know what was in, in amongst the balls. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, it was before health and safety really kind of got, got to grips with, you know, kids' play areas. Anyway, so yes, like soft play, like, Every time we go to soft play, different we and we've been to loads of different soft plays. Every time, and I can see the children like not able at first, struggling to get up certain obstacles or what have you. Um, and then, but after the hour of going doing soft play, you can see they're already. I keep saying this phrase "leveled up," but they have. They've leveled up. They're able to scale these obstacles, able to climb up over this, able to jump across that gap, or whatever. And you can't look and go, "This is amazing." They are learning this physical play. This this space is the one space where we can turn around and go, "You know what? Fill your boots. We're not. Ha- we're not. We don't have to turn around and say, "Calm down. Don't take it too far." It's literally like, "No, go." 
do whatever you want to do. It's safe. Do you know what I mean? And I do think that that environment, soft play, is for me personally, my boys really thrive off it. You know, and, and um, yeah, uh, and I've forgotten how I got soft play, and I'll come back to it. It was drawing, wasn't it? But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, but so soft play, I think, is a brilliant thing for that physical play because it's just that it's 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 that point where they can actually let go and if they want to scream run jump as fast as they can and then just slam into a wall and bounce back they can and it's fine and they're not going to hurt themselves as long as they don't do it with another smaller child you know in between them and the, and the mats but sort of thing but yeah so so you have that play you have that really energy burn wear them down you know the play that you do need that you know you do need that sort of play but then you have the calming play which i find um there are two sort of ways that we have um we able to calm our children down with play one is drawing mm. and drawing is like uh for fox that's his go-to like he will just draw over and over over again the same the same thing and perfect it and that's just the way he is like he'll like if he's seen i don't know it could be it could be something on tv or, or it could be in a story and then he'll suddenly just want to draw you know unicorns and just keep wanting to draw unicorns over and over again and after a week or so of drawing unicorns it'll be something else he'll suddenly start drawing like i i decorated their bedroom and painted mountains on the wall and so then for the next week or so he was painting mountains over and over again you know like so that's his calming play. Whereas Kit, um, he doesn't have that drawing thing, but for him, it's puzzles, it's jigsaws. Mm. And he'll do it over and over and over again. And we've got one of the best jigsaws we've got is this Paw Patrol book where each page is a jigsaw puzzle. It's like, a, I don't know, it's like 24 piece jigsaw puzzle, whatever. Um, but he'll do each page. And when he's finished, it goes back to the beginning and does it again. And so he can do jigsaws literally for hours. And it's, again, it's that stimulation of the brain. It's you know, rather than necessarily physical, it's, it's a kind of a focused that just brings them energy down. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know whether you found that with your kid. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It, it's, it's the focus play. It, it just adds, it adds balance to the force, doesn't it? You know, um, you know, we're going to have to start throwing in Star Wars puns at some point um, with the, the name of this pod. Um, <laughs> but it's true. And, and I must admit, I'm still yet to kind of, I mean, not that Aoife doesn't do those things. She does. She's only two and a half. So, she, you know, she's, she's, she's getting there. She yeah. sees Arlo doing all this stuff. Arlo's big into drawing too. He's big into sticker books. Um, we, we bought him, I bought him a very kind of, you know, slightly uninspiring uh, filler gift um, for, for Christmas just gone, uh, Christmas last year. And it was just this kind of build your own superhero book with stickers. And it was actually yeah. quite good. It was only a couple of quid, but like, it was um you had like these 30 original um superheroes mm. uh that, that probably had more akin to like you know american gladiators where it's like this is turbo and this is ice and <laughs> this is like you know something else person um but you could mix and match you know you could put the head of one superhero on the other one you put the mask on you put the the, the legs the arm the, the 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 side weapon thing they have um and it was just really, really cool because I would, I would sit there and watch him. And, and not only is it he's, he's thinking about mix and matching of these superheroes, a couple of things happen. Firstly, they're not the superheroes that he knows. So they're not Spider-Man. They're not Incredible Hulk. These are all just, you know, original 
um, unlicensed kind of things. Yeah. Um, but then it's also the focus of like of knowing that once this sticker's down, it's down. Can't really change it. It's a sticker. Yes, you could change it, but you know you lose all the stickiness and stuff. Yeah. But he he knows that it's like well I've only got one good chance of like making this work. Otherwise, it starts to look a bit a bit meh. Yeah. And that was really interesting because it's like, you know, it then becomes a bit like a, like he's disp- um, diffusing a bomb or something. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's quite stressful. Yeah, yeah, quite, yeah. But it was, it was kind of that. He was sort of managing his sort of uh, stress levels and focus to sort of make sure that this was the right piece for the right mix yeah. and match of the superhero, you know. Yeah. And that kind of played to me by surprise because like it wasn't, it wasn't at all thought of. It was very much a filler gift, and and he really latched onto it to a point where all the stickers were used, and and then he started using that as a drawing book because it's just got you know once the stickers are out, you've then got blank pages. Okay, it's not paper, but it's you've got pages that you can just you know yeah. do what whatever with. Um, yeah, I, I think in terms of play, it's play play really surprises me, or, or rather, when it does surprise me, that's the sweetest kind of play for me. Mm. Um, because you just don't see those little little moments coming, and that's kind of um, present throughout all experiences with children, isn't it? Mm. They, they are there to surprise you, and and it happens on the daily. Well, you know what you say, surprise to us. One, I remember one time you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say it. Um, when Fox's birthday, you came, you and Arlo came to Fox's birthday, and we hired out a sports hall, and we had the bouncy castle. And we had that, we had the, the pirate boat that was made out of card that you could color in with felt tips pens. And there was mm-hmm. a, there was a treasure chest. And, so there's loads of stuff going on. And they're at the age where, you know, kids don't have a small group of friends. So you basically have to inv- invite the whole class, you know, like the reception <laughs> class, you know what I mean? Like yeah. 30 kids. And then so you got 30 kids screaming with balloons and music and whatever. And, um, yeah, and, and I remember turning around and seeing you in the middle with Fox, with with piece of paper, and you were teaching how to draw Sonic. This and is my, so one, this my party t- trick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, and it was amazing. I just, I kind of, I, it was one of those things where you, you just get surprised by something because obviously it's all, it's chaos. It's it's organised chaos, you know, a birthday party. And, um, and yeah, and so... With all this screaming and, and what have you, and all the kids running around, bouncing the bouncy castle, having a great time and being pirates and whatever. And then right in the middle of the room was you sat with Fox and he was, compl- he was that moment, he was oblivious of all this noise and, and germ, this distraction. And all he was, he was just focused on this piece of paper and you teaching him how to draw a sonic face, basically. And I remember just seeing going, Wow, that's that's lovely. You know, like I don't know, I, I don't know that those moments, those those moments where you're just surprised by it. That was one of those moments for me where it's kind of like it doesn't matter. He doesn't need a big bouncy castle. He just needs a piece of paper and a pen. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and some inspiration, and that's it. You know, um, I, I think that's it. It's very easy. I mean, it's really easy these days. M- maybe all days. Um, the temptation, of course, is to is to throw more at it, to to, to spend more and give bigger, better things, but it's more i'm so i'm so with you on that notion that more often than not simplicity brings out the best in kids it, it's focused they can just kind of avoid all the noise of all the other stuff they're being bombarded with on tv and shops all this stuff like buy me buy me sell 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 you know yeah that's so overwhelming for kids when all that's kind of forced upon them um yeah simplicity is 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 really valuable for sure for sure right 
So I'm going to tell. This is my experience, and then I'm going to finish with 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 my story with my experience, and I want to ask you what you think. So basically, that whole buy me, buy me thing. I see that, and I I hear that, and I think Hot Wheels. Like, and I'm sure you know, like like you know, th- those adverts are like Hot Wheels, rah, Master Truck, rah, you know, it's all that in your face, you know. And kids just they bounce off that and go. Rah. I want that. I want a Hot Wheels. I want blah, 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 you know. Anyway, so last year we got Fox a Hot Wheels track and it's one of these ones where it was like a spiral that kind of went straight up, like it kind of fire, got fired up and then spiraled around. It was like a, it's basically a track kind of went, kind of dropped, like jumped across two or three times where the cars get fired up and so it's like spinning wheels. So you can imagine, so you're firing cars up through a track and as the car comes back down, it can hit the next car getting fired up. I kind of, you know, that kind of explains it. Anyway, so I was like, that's so cool. Fox is going to love this. He's seen this on TV. And obviously, Christmas opens up and he's like, oh, God, wheels. Anyway, so I've got it set up and uh, got it all working and he's firing the car. So he's like, wow, look at the car. Anyway, 15 minutes. He was gone. I turned around, I came back and he was gone. He'd moved away from the toy and that was it. He hardly touched it ever since. Every now and again, you pull it out and he's, he, he fires a couple of cars up and he's like, meh, and then moves on. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 and like that was a lesson for me because that was like a 50 quid present or whatever it was. You know what I mean? That was a lot. That was an expensive 15 minutes as far as I'm concerned. Whereas Fox, give him a box of Duplo. And he will play and play and play, you know, and what he designs, you know, he, you know, he makes, he's made, he made a triceratops, you know, when they, you know, they make something like, you're like, oh, that's really, that's really good. What is it? You know, like, like, oh, it's a plane. Oh, is it a plane? I thought it was a sword, but it's a plane. Really nice. Well done. But then he did a triceratops once. I was like, that's, that's, you're a legend. That's amazing. I could not improve than that. That's an amazing design, you know, anyway. So that's where Duplo and Lego, those sort of things that creative play, I, I love it. Um, and they you, they go on so much, how do I put it? You get so much more worth out of those toys, the toys that encourage creativity, rather than the toys that are basically one trick pony that have just been marketed through an advert that's all like fire, death, rah, dinosaurs, you know, all that stuff. And ki- boys, especially just they love that you know what i mean they do like oh my god daddy i really want that you know and it's kind of like you start seeing through and go yeah you're you're just a spring basically you're a toy that springs things in the air and that's it it's not you know um so yeah my question to you is what if you could recommend a toy that if what's been the number one toy that you think you've got the most mileage out of so in terms of play, you know what I mean? Like, well, um, I know the answer to this question. I know the answer to this question, but it's only recently. Can, can I give? I feel like I need to give two answers, but the, the answer I want to give is, Leg- is the answer I want to give is Lego. Okay. Because Arlo is at the point now where he he's starting to engage with Lego. He's got this lovely Lego table that my sister made for him. Oh, um, nice! It's this little wooden thing. It was actually an old GCSE project that I made which then sat in the loft for a million years. And Charlotte, my sister, converted that into a Lego table. It was an amazing little thing. She oh, kind of upcycled it. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and with him almost being five, he's at Lego age now. And he understands that they're small pieces. He's very careful. Eva's not ready for it. He understands all this kind of stuff. Um, 
but Lego is the one because it's all of those things. It's different every time. Yeah. It's satisfying when you, you when you clip those pieces in. Build what you want. It's a play set as well. You've got the little the little people and everything. Build cars, build planes, spaceships, all sorts of stuff. That is the one because it's a universal uh, toy and play thing as well. I mean, you get to our age, you know, middle aged nerds. And you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm currently sat in front of a Ecto One Ghostbuster car and yeah. the, and the firehouse, which I'm pointing to at the minute. You know, yeah, yeah. you get these kind of big, expensive play sets, and they're amazing. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the day when I take those two things apart and we rebuild them. Oh, would and you that, do that? Would yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he's oh. got to be at least like 18, so I, I can reason with him. So we've got some time to wait. He respects yeah. the toy. He respects, he respects the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, But, I mean, that's that's also the other thing about play is that, uh, and this applies to everything, it's like, do you get the the sort of set, set in stone play set where you've got all the right pieces, you've got all the instructions, or do you give them the big box of everything? Right. right. So, it's like jumbled Lego. And I, I know what my answer would be to that. Yeah, yeah. So basically the only, right. So we have Duplo, um, and we just got a big box of Duplo, blah, blah. Um, but then we've been bought small Lego sets, um, for Fox. And I can, basically I can guarantee now what he does. Like every time he's that basically he'll follow the instructions. He'll literally go piece by piece and follow the instructions. And literally, once he's finished that last step, when whether the helicopter, the motorbike, or whatever it is, is being put together, he'll dismantle it and try and make a new design out. They go, I'm going to make that design better. And I know. Get him a job. And, get him a job in game development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's the whole side. He comes up with game ideas almost on a daily basis with me. Like, genuinely, <laughs> as soon as he worked out what I actually did for a living, he was literally like, Dad, 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 can you make this game? You know, like, anyway, but that's a different, that's a different episode. Um, so, um, yeah, and that's what he does. So he will do the instructions with a bit of controlling, you know, you know, we'll do it together, but that's not the fun for him. The fun isn't, you know, yeah, it's the limitless uh, play. It's exactly. He'll literally just and go, yeah, no, I don't want it like that. And he'll pull the, he'll pull the wheels off and make it the wings at a different angle. So then it'll go faster. And it's more like, in, you know, the, the wheels will become jets and blah, 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 whatever, you know, that, and. And that's how that's how it should be. I mean, I mean, I mean, it literally ties into the Lego movie. That is that whole. That's you know, that's not what Lego Lego should be about. You know, it shouldn't be about making you know perfectly following these instructions to make this you know accurate depiction of whatever. It's like it is about experimentation. It's about creativity. It's working out well, like I know I want to make something. I want to make something be a spaceship but i don't really know how don't have the design in my head so i'm just gonna build and try and work it out as i go along that's the play that fox loves that's the you know what i mean like the he'll experiment and work out what works and what doesn't and that's what that is what will, will capture him that's what he will sit and do for you know for an hour you know it can be an hour just literally just making remaking uh, you know improving the design you know yeah. um, I, I think that's the difference as well when you're when you see your child playing with a thing and two things happen that they firstly they continually go back to that same toy yeah. and they play with it for a prolonged amount of time it's not it doesn't become that kind of 15 10 15 minute hot wheel toy you know it's like they, they continually go back to this thing 
Yeah, don't get me wrong, by the way. Hot Wheels, I, Fox. Oh, no, Hot Wheels, Fox Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels rule. Toys. Like, they are Hot cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do. They, they do rule. But but in terms of, I think, being a parent these days, um, like, there, there's such emphasis on on being a parent, being a teacher and a coach as well. It's like you are trying to sort of pass on your years of knowledge and wisdom and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and you do want to do that. And going back to Lego, I think Lego offers like, it offers two great things. You've got, you've got the set play set where you do follow the rules, you follow each step. And that's important because, you know, moving through life, you are going to have to follow a brief and direction at some point in whatever you do, following mm-hmm. orders to a degree. Yeah. Um, but then that's important to learn. But then also the the flip side of that, like you said just now, it's the free thinking. It's it's having an image in your mind of what I want something to look like, but having zero idea how I'm going to get there. And then you just start. That's the other thing. Just start. Because so many times Arlo has said to me, it's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, daddy. And it's like, yeah, exactly. That's the magic. Yeah. Just start. And that's the hardest part. Put a block down on the table then put another block down. And now you've got two pieces. Now you need to maybe put a block on t- on top of those two pieces to make it stronger. So you've yeah. got a corner now, you know. Yeah. And it's all those really s- seemingly um, small little mm-hmm. uh, nuggets of, 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 I don't know what it is, a nugget of something, but like they can take that away. And that goes through through and with them into everything, you know? Yeah, I think, I think yeah, I think uh, what I look back on, because obviously you, you reflect on your own childhood with you when you're watching your children. Do you know what I mean? You do you do see them and you kind of go, you'd be reminded, you'll be reminded of a memory you have when you were a similar age and blah, blah, blah. And um, like for me, um, the thing that I would often play constantly come out, and I know that it was the bait my my mum's life was like john will you put the scale electric away so i used to have scale electric basically i had an older brother that used to work in a, a local auction in weatherby there was an auction and so when any any scale electric came out came in the auction he would put it to one side and you know he'd get it for me and so um so i had boxes of scale electric i was so lucky in a sense because I had boxes, like it's a similar thing to Lego. There was my, the creativity, it was limitless, you know? So I would literally fill a room. I literally have to have, I used to have, um, two power packs to run the track because it was that big, you know, like, like what, <laughs> what 10 year old has that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was so lucky in that sense. But anyway, and I just love just making tracks, making tracks. You make a track, you race it, you test it out and go, oh, that's good. Right. Oh, that gives me an idea for another track. And you just keep doing it. It's rinse and repeat, basically. And I can see it with Fox already. So I got him like a micro scale electric track. Um, and uh, yeah, and he obviously loved it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but I had a um, that old scale electric track. I don't know what's happened. It's probably in my mother's attic still. I don't know. But a few years ago, a friend of mine bought me a scale electric just as a, as a giggle sort of thing and i was like that's quite cool actually i quite like it um but like anyway so um i kept it because i thought you know what uh, yeah I, I barely touched it um i'm a grown man i should know better but then when obviously when fox <laughs> again you know when you kind of how to put it when you push your own agenda on your children by the time fox was two i was trying to get him to play scale electric it's like no 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 it's not ready yet sylvie's looking at me john come on he can't play you know anyway 
But my point being is that now he wants to play Skeletor, but it's about building the track. It's not about once he's got the track, we'll put a track together. And before you even put a car on the track, he'd be like, can we make another track? Let's do another track. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's, let's test it out. And he's like, okay, that's not the fun. That's not for him. Racing the cars around the track isn't actually the fun. It's creating the track is the fun. And it's again, it's that recognition, recognition of going back to what we said at the beginning of, of this episode, which is like letting them make the rules is that recognize, okay. Don't be that dad that says, no, we got, we've made a track. Now we must race the cars. We must, this is the purpose of building a track is so we can play, play, you know, put the cars on there and race the cars on the track. No, it's not. The purpose of this is actually to get creative and make tracks. That's the fun bit. That's the yeah. fun bit for, if that's the fun bit for Fox, then that's what we do. So yeah. do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I know what you mean. And also like, I think if you're able to, if you're able to get a child to uh, enjoy and not only enjoy, but love that process of the learning firstly, and it's just the journey. Like it's not about the solution or the answer at the end of it. It's all about how you get there because you'll know as well as I do, if not better as an adult, you know, it's it can be difficult to kind of enjoy the process. It's uncomfortable when you're learning something new, and the older you oh, get, you know, really that can frustrating. be, can yeah, be yeah, frustrating yeah. and isolating, and and you know, nervy, nervy times. Yeah. But if you grow up and that is just totally normal, mm. I wish I had that. I love my parents, but that was that was never something that was kind of you know sort of brought to us. It was you know, and that's something I'm really focusing on, Arlo. Is if we can make learning and the the joy of learning play you make that fun then my gosh like all of a sudden anything is is open to you because you can just learn and you'll enjoy that and then you'll want to learn more and you'll pick up more stuff you become more valuable you you have yeah. more insight and knowledge into into stuff and everything you know yeah exactly it's, it's basically that old theory that came out a while ago the gamification of life basically is like right, treat right. life like a game you know like in games um, in video games, why, when we fail, do we not reprimand us? Or, or why are we okay to fail in games, but we're not okay to fail in life? You know, like, you know, and, and um, and I think it does time with that with your children. Like, it, you know, it's like, if you don't get it right the first time, it's fine. Try again, you know, learn from what you've learn from what you've done. You know, it, it, you'll, you won't get it right. And this goes into the drawing thing. And that's why Fox is actually quite, it, uh, it, that sounded like one of those parents, you know, Fox is quite a good drawer, you know, and that's because he's drawn things over and over mm, and over again, it. you know, to get it right. And that's, and, and that's what it is. You know, it's the recognition that you can't, you can't be good at everything straight away. It's about accepting that sometimes things take a while to do and you, and it's enjoying that process It's enjoying that process of being improving and recognizing that you're getting better at whatever it is you're enjoying doing and whether that's drawing whether that's running races whether that's playing touch rugby or whether that's climbing up the wall in soft play whatever that's the point that's the point in why we're playing why our children play is so they can they can fail learn and try again and be okay with that Thanks so much for listening. We honestly do value your time, your parents, or perhaps about to become parents. So that time is valuable. Thank you so much. If you fancy it and have been enjoying our episodes, we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family. 
all is welcomed. And we'll see you soon. Oh, <laughs> you